Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast. Right or wrong with me, Shane Todd, right? Has the camera just gone out of focus there? Yes. Is it because I put my hand too close to the lens? Yes. Does that serve me right for doing that? Yes. Should I have washed my hair before this podcast? Yes. Is there just a little tuft up at the front like a wee sad quiff? Yes. And anytime someone says quiff, do I think of whenever my friend Tony says quiff Richard? Yes, very much so. Sippers, it's a good time to be alive. I think the world is on fire. I think, I don't know what's happening, but all I know is that we're still drinking tea. And no matter how bad things get, we're still going to continue to drink tea. Can I get a sip sip? And that, that was everyone giving me a sip sip, even though when I recorded this live, you had no way of knowing that I was going to say that. It's a good time. What isn't a good time is um, the Boy Town podcast. I'm going to quickly talk about this because this week's episode of Boy Town, which I suggest you listen to, comes out tomorrow, which is Thursday. So if you're listening to it later, it's already out. Um, but we've put an end for now definitely like an indefinite break to the boytown podcast me and dave elliott and i put a picture up this morning we put one up on the boytown account dave put one up of us with um snake rap ben in the um in the studio we recorded the last episode last night and uh it was it was emotional it was definitely emotional like I, i've obviously done this podcast for I don't know, five months, six months, something like that. But Boytown, we've done for four years, me and Dave. And uh, we started it in the sort of spare room of his house in Sydenham. And started from the bottom. And now we're in a really class studio in Hollywood. So we obviously got a great studio. Signed up for a year-long lease. And, uh, <laughs> and, and now I've decided not to do the podcast. But of course, I'll be doing this podcast there when things relax a bit. I know we've kind of... There's been newer guidelines with lockdown. I need to look into with like gathering, so I need to look into that a bit more. But we did the last episode last night, and we got through it. It was actually a funny episode to finish, which is great. And then this morning, when I put that photo up and saw people's reaction, I was very sad. The I'll, I'll not go into it too much, and I always say that in this podcast, and then do a thirty-seven minute bit about something. But uh, I'll just say this, and that is that the Boytown podcast has been so much fun to do and we really go into why we're not going to be able to do it anymore but to break it down it just kind of like so I'm full-time at stand at stand-up and a comedy so I ideally want to work during the day unless it's a gig so if I'm doing a podcast or a meeting or whatever I do that during the day come home to my family at night unless I've got to go to a show and Dave works full-time as well as doing comedy um which he does a lot of, so he's he's flat out, and he's expecting his second baby pretty soon, and I just have my first baby. So it, it just didn't align for us to always be able to record. It was always really stressful to actually go and record. Like the last two episodes we've gone to record, Ben and I have like, Ben was like, I just shovel my dinner into me because he works too, so he's producing us. The last two weeks we've done it, I've eaten my dinner in the car on the way down with one hand, which you definitely should. I don't recommend you do it. It's probably very illegal. I'll pay and I, I, I'm only joking, even though I said it in a serious way and it did do it. But 
it's just one of those things where we'll listen we'll probably pick it up again at some point but uh just feels like a good time to a good time to leave it uh but i'm very glad that i have tea with me because i love doing a podcast it's a great way to to let off steam to um kind of express myself all you got to do now express yourself i'm expressing myself with the tea-based podcast so um so yeah so boy town is taking a long break but like dave says we're a little bit like one direction and we're we're cute young guys who are great at singing and also we are just taking a break but you know there's going to be a reunion we're also working on maybe getting like some of the best boy town clips of all time and speaking of the best boy town clips of all time dave did one of them in this week's show which we're going to release as a clip in the next couple of days but we want to get some of the best clips ever from boy town because we've done video podcasts since day one on that so uh, we want to get the best ones and like me and Dave will watch them and then film ourselves reacting to them, whether it's on Zoom or whatever. I think that would be a lot of fun or maybe just we introduce the clip. So there, there still will be little bits and pieces, but for now, Boyton has been put to bed. But we we move on, we move on up and we're here. We start from the bottom and we are in my spare room, but it's st- it's still a good time. Also... I don't. I'm not gonna lie and say I have a cup of tea beside me like I do in every episode because I could. I, I was editing a video before this and I couldn't be bothered going to make one. So there you go. I'm just being honest with you guys. Of course, I'm gonna do listeners' questions, but before I do that, I'm gonna plug two things. Number one is the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Tea With Me Podcast. We had a Boy Town Patreon. That's gone now. If you want to support this podcast. Uh, you can go over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me Podcast. You get a bonus episode every Monday with me and producer Dan. This week's is potentially the best one we've done, talking about our school days. Uh, and, you know, they're a good length. It's not like a 10-minute podcast. It's half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. You also get uh, my last year's Waterfront Hall show, filmed in sparkling HD for you to stream. It's not available anywhere else just yet, but it will be eventually, but not just at the minute, so you can watch that. And we do merch giveaways every month. We do live episodes. I think it's well worth it, and I would say that because it's me who, you know, directly benefits from it and the podcast and that. But um, but check that out. The other thing is we have a sponsor on this week's podcast and a sponsor who can't speak too soon, but I think will be now with us for a good while, uh, which I'm buzzing about because it all helps it's manscaped.com manscaped is look i gave a dem- I, I was gonna say i gave a demonstration last week i did not give a demonstration manscaped is a little electric razor for your penis taser I, I i know they won't start using that as a slogan but manscaped is an electric razor you use it for your undercarriage guys you basically go there with like looking like with it looking like Bob Marley's head, and you come out looking like who's a sweet shaved head, not Vin Diesel because you know I don't think you want to go down to the you don't want to be, you don't you don't want to be bald do you in case you take it off and people are like oh my god are you a very very tall child you don't want that what you want is just a little bit of a skinhead effect you want a little you want you want a, a, a trim cut and that's what you're gonna get you go to manscape.com use the promo code tea with me. And you get 20% off and free shipping. A couple of my mates have used it. A load of sippers have signed up for it. And unfortunately, I've been receiving messages of guys being like, my girlfriend got me this as a birthday present or just got me it because, you know, my pubes are in a bad way. (laughs) And a lot of guys are like, I'm really enjoying it. Do you want a photo? And guys, 
No, yes. No, I don't. So don't send me them. But yeah, a few of my mates as well have got on board with it as well. And, and listen, I'm just saying, if me and my friends all lost our shorts at the same time, we would not be embarrassed because we would have fantastic m- minds. Manscaped.com, Tea With Me podcast. Go and check it out. You can get like, a, I, I got the wee travel case they sent me. So you get a you get the electric razor, you get which, uh, which is pretty cool looking. You get ball like moisturizer and toner and listen it just takes your balls and pubes to the next level and that's all we want for the sippers on this podcast now on with the pod before we do listeners questions here's something i thought we should look at because why the hell not 50 shocking facts about northern ireland you never knew now i like to think i know a lot about northern ireland and also don't be triggered at the fact that i'm saying northern ireland because seven people statistically listening will get upset by that and go, mate, do you not mean the north of Ireland? Do you not mean north of the island? I I just say Northern Ireland because it's convenient and that is what I say. I'm not going to say something different because people are like, you can't say that, you should be saying this. In fact, I think we should call it just something really silly that is not political at all. I don't, I don't know what that would be and we'll come up with it ourselves, but we need a new, we we'll probably need a new name for it because you can't, you, you just can't say, you can't say where this place is. It's like, uh, it's like Hogwarts. You know, you can't tell anyone outside of Hogwarts where it is because immediately you'll get, you'll get in trouble for it. People are like, shh, don't be saying that. So I, I think I know a lot, a little bit about Northern Ireland, um, but this website's called Ireland Before You Die. So, which I imagine is for, like, American people who are like, I really gotta go to Ireland at some point. It's on my bucket list because I'm Irish. Really? (laughs) Hmm. Just based on the way you spoke, I don't know if you are. I used to be really cringed out by that. Hear me out on this by, like, especially Irish Americans, you know, people in America who have Irish names and they're like, oh, I'm, they tell you, oh, I'm Irish. I was always very dismissive of that. And then I spent some time doing, guys, I did some shows in America or I don't want to talk about it, but in the likes of fucking Laugh Factory and the stand and all, it's not just some of the best clubs in the world. But when I go chatting to like people out there and spending time doing some work with the Irish American Historical Society, um, or for short, the Irish American Historical Society. I got chatting to people and realised just how proud of it they were. And then they're like, listen, our, m- m- people were like, my parents are Irish. We just happened to move over to America. And I have since conceded that, yes, enjoy the whole Irish thing. Number 50, I don't know if you knew this. We'll not do these all, by the way. But Northern Ireland is governed by United Kingdom. Although it lays down its own laws. The Republic of Ireland, by contrast, is an independent nation. What I like about that is... I guess at the end of the day, that is true. Like, oh, well, no, no, maybe it isn't. Like, Northern Ireland kind of has its own, we obviously have Stormont, so we can do our own politics. Listen, I'm not a politics expert, hence I've just said the sentence, we, we, we do our own politics. I don't think we do. I think sometimes, I think sometimes the UK is like, listen, you're going to have to do this, but the rest of the time, we're kind of like the sixth form centre. You know, like England and stuff and Scotland and Wales, they're, well, not Scotland, England and Wales are kind of just like regular, you know, they just have to do what the headmaster says. We're in the sixth form centre kind of getting to do our own thing, but then sometimes the principal will come in and go, listen, 
here's a new rule we're bringing in and we have to go dead on. But what I like is, I don't like it, I just think it's funny in a way. Northern Ireland, right, is technically, it is part of, and I, I, I care about it this little that I don't know if it's part of the United Kingdom or part of Great Britain. It's one of the two because sometimes you say it wrong and people shoot you. And <laughs> sometimes you get that slightly wrong and people execute you, right? And um, But it, it it is, right? Like So technically, now, before I go into this, which I should not go into, before I go into this, um, I consider myself Northern Irish. I consider myself Irish. I've never really bought into the British thing. I don't think of myself as British, although I accept that by default I do live in Great Britain, right? As much as I, you know, as much as I think for many reasons, there's probably pros and cons, you know. <laughs> oh, someone hold my spade here. Listen, on my hair, my hair is trying, my hair is trying to get off my head to get away from being in shot for this. Before it's inevitably replayed in, uh, you know, meeting houses. Listen, let me be clear on this. By the way, we're already on the first fact. And I've already done 10 minutes of like, listen. So, Northern Ireland is part of Great Britain. But if you tell some people that, they get really angry. And they're like, it's not. And then they go and do a thing. And you're like, I know. And I'm not saying... Like, the British flag does nothing for me and never has. And uh, and I just consider myself from Northern Ireland, from Ireland. If you want to, I don't care about in what order you say those things. If I go away, I'm like, yeah, I just say Irish because I just don't want to get into a, an explainer conversation, right? But I also, this is very important, and listen to me on this. Very careful. Fuck, come close to the screen. I don't give a fuck where anyone says that they are from. So if there's people running about going, no, I'm from here, I'm British, I'm 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 a Brit. Good stuff. If someone's running about going, I am Irish era era, right? I go, good well done also to you. The three of us are the same kinda. Even though you think this, I think that, blah blah blah. But I can't remember what my point is. My point is that, yeah, some people are like, but we're actually this, or we're this. See if we spent less time caring about it. See if we spent less time talking about what bracket we fell into. We wouldn't have giant walls separating a lot of this city. And we wouldn't have tourists coming around in double-decker buses looking at our capital city of Belfast like it's a zoo. We wouldn't have tourists at the top deck with taking loads of photos. We wouldn't have Asian people on ponchos looking down and in their language saying, and I'm aware all of Asia doesn't have one language, looking down in their various dialects and being like, why is this a thing? Why is there people over there but they can't be mates with people over there? So maybe if we spent less time, maybe that's why we need a new, that's why we need a new name for it. Because some people are like, oh, I don't want to say where I think I'm from. <laughs> so I think we should say we're from... Um, 
No, I don't have it yet, but next week I'm going to have it and I'm going to throw it out there to the listeners. Let's rename this place and I want everyone to be happy. The Protestants, the Catholics, the Jewish, the Muslims, the one Amish guy. (laughs) Shout out to you, my man. I know you're about somewhere. You're probably listening. I like the fact that there's Mormons probably listening to this podcast. Hey, if you're a a Mormon that listens to this podcast, 100% get in touch and just message me and go, Hey man, I'm a Mormon sipper. And I will absolutely love that. I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm just saying technically we, technically there are things that you're like, okay, that's undeniable. But it is all about the way you think of yourself. But I'm just saying don't get annoyed at what other people think. Let everyone just think what they think. I heard a song recently by called Respect Yourself by... I'm going to tell you right now. The staple singers, respect yourself. And in it there is a line where the guy says something along the lines of, I'm going to get it up. And then I'm going to get the lyrics up. Um, He says something that I found very apt. And I took something out of this song and I went, you know what? That's bang on. I've been dealing with that wrong. The staple singers, respect yourself. Listen to the song, by the way. It's fucking brilliant. I'm swearing a lot. I'm bad boy. But, uh, yes, here you go. If you disrespect anybody that you run into, how in the world do you think anybody's supposed to respect you? If you don't give a heck about the man with the Bible in his hand, you'll just get out the way and let the gentleman do his thing. So, that struck a chord with me, honestly, because I saw a guy not that long ago, I'll be specific, in Castle Wellen, and he was probably my age or younger, although no, he definitely would have been younger, because I obviously have a very young face, so he's probably like 23, but he looked my age, because I look very young and attractive, and he had the, the old megaphone, and he was standing with like the big sandwich board, something about shout out to Jesus, and he was like standing in the middle of the street, and I drove past, and uh, by the way, just it's not it's irrelevant, but this was when I was on my way to do a park run that I absolutely smashed, right, and, and I, I walked or drove past, and I thought, that is rare, Okay, uh, my thought was, could you be arsed? And I was driving by myself or walking by myself, but I probably shook my head when I saw it and was like, oh, flip me. And then I was like, why would he be doing that? You're imposing your views on someone, you know, just keep that private, blah, blah. Then when I listened to that song, I was like, do you know what? That's right. That's absolutely right. If you don't give a heck about the man with the Bible in his hand, get out the way and let him do his thing. So, if you are that guy, I just want to say, I'm sorry for thinking what you were doing was naff, but what I will say is ditch the sandwich board because it 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 <laughs> it devalues everything that you do. You don't need the sandwich board. Get rid of that. But um, but there you go. Uh, this, is a, this is a weird podcast, but I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. Um, I'm going to pick some of the best ones of this. Pre-famine, the Irish population was 8 million. Still to this day, the community's not recovered and the population still lies under 7 million. Um, yeah, the whole, like we should do a famine episode. Should we do a famine episode? Should we get a historian on and talk about the famine? Because I don't know a lot about the famine. All I will say is this. The whole thing was like, well, a lot of people were saying back in the day, because I was there, they were going, the English government aren't helping us out. You know, they should be giving us more money and spuds, their own spuds and stuff. And the English government's like, mate, we'll give you a few quid, but we can't give you that much. 
HP sauce is the perfect accompaniment to potatoes and it came out around the same time as the famine. So what my gripe is, why were the English government developing the perfect accompaniment to a potato while we were like, these potatoes are killing everybody bar about six people? Very sly. Oh, number 46, this isn't contentious. In Northern Ireland, there's only one legally recognised flag, the Union Jack. So there you go, we'll move on. Number 45, the tradition of Halloween actually originated from the island of Ireland. Okay, didn't know that. 44. Um, okay, that's boring. Oh, I didn't know this. During the year span in 1968 to 1998, conflict tore through the Republic of Ireland and Northern. This time's referred to as the Troubles. Why oh, I must have missed that. You learn something new every day. And I also didn't know that it only went from 1968 to 1998. I didn't know that in 1998 it just all stopped. There you go. I didn't know that after 1998 everybody was just good mates with each other. And just, oh, used to, remember we used to look and, oh. I didn't know it was knocked in the head in 1998. Um, over 10,000 bomb attacks occurred in Ireland and the UK during the Troubles. Okay, why don't we just move on from that? Uh, okay, and then there's just way more facts about that. In fact, all the facts are about that. Uh, oh, that's grim. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. It, number 33 in these facts about Northern Ireland it's generally agreed that the troubles ended with the Good Friday Agreement on the 10th of April 1998 hey newsflash it fucking isn't <laughs> it's not generally agreed nobody thinks that on the 10th of April 1998 everybody went to the par- the government went to the paramilitaries listen are you going to knock us in the head here and the paramilitaries all went yes mate that's us done that's us done you know it it definitely did. It's not generally agreed. It's not generally agreed. Because, hey, that was 1998. We're in 2020. And I'm going to guess there's at least 10 paramilitary guys still knocking about. The ill-fated ocean line of the Titanic was built in Belfast. It was alright when it left us. <laughs> Old people always say that. Uh, contrary to public belief, only nine percent of people ha- in the country have naturally red hair. Yeah, I can be- I can believe that. I can definitely believe that. In Northern Ireland, that's an offence to be drunk in public. Hey, I don't think it's enforced because if it was, everyone bar twenty five people would have been to McGalbury for that at some point. If we're banning people from being drunk in public, we may get more officers on the beat. Because I don't know if you've been into Belfast recently, especially during the pandemic, but some people have had some drinks. No snakes ever lived in the island of Ireland. Aye, they did, because St. Patrick and all. St. Patrick and all. He, uh, he, uh, killed, killed them. So he did him and God. Number 24, Nigerians drink more Guinness than those from Northern Ireland. Hey, that sounds like a challenge, Nigeria. That sounds like a challenge. I think we need to have a Guinness off. I think we need to get some Nigerians onto the podcast to talk about this. I like that they like Guinness. What about I have a wee can of Guinness in the podcast? And we just, via Zoom, we get a Nigerian comedian who likes Guinness on the pod to talk about this. I would really enjoy that. 
Sleeve Donard's the highest mountain in Northern Ireland. Check out my Instagram from about two months ago whenever I went up with my friend Tony. And I took all my clothes off and he took a photo of me from behind of my behind. And it was spectacular. And a lot of people messaged me to say, hey man, you actually have a really great bum. Including a few guys who were really, really interested in touching it. Number 21. The Tippling Act of 1735 once entitled peasants to drink ale for free. Unfortunately, this law has now been repealed. Yeah, no shit. I absolutely love that. Imagine just heading into the Dirty Onion and Cathedral Quarter. Alright, mate, could I have uh, two pints here, please? For me and my mate. Yeah, that's, uh, well, it's Belfast nowadays. That's thirty-seven ninety. Oh, I don't know if you know this, but... Peasant card. Go ahead. Uh... The narrowest bar in Belfast is the Glass Jar. I actually don't know where that is, but I like it. Mm. Stairway to Heaven was played first in the Ulster Hall by Led Zeppelin. I know that because the first time I was playing the Ulster Hall, uh, one of the sound engineers told me that, and I was like, I will process that at some point, but not today, because this is the most nervous I've ever been in my life. Game of Thrones was mostly filmed in Northern Ireland. Oh, right, nobody goes on about that, so didn't actually know that. Uh, many famous people were born here, including Seamus Heaney, C.S. Lewis, Liam Neeson, Kenneth Branagh, and Shane Todd. May have lied about one of those being on that list. Uh, in February 2020, a schoolboy from Northern Ireland entered the Guinness Book of Records after making a loom band bracelet that was 6,292 feet in length. Hard at it, mate, are you? Yeah, you flat out. You doing making a six thousand foot loom bracelet? Get get revising, dickhead. Sorry, I shouldn't call you dickhead. You might be seven years old. Ballygally Castle in County Antrim, which is now a hotel, is told to be the most haunted place in Northern Ireland. I'm definitely up for going for a vlog. Cause I I wouldn't get scared. Although me and my friend Christian Nairn, who's holder on Game of Thrones and a big international DJ, we went to America a couple of years ago. We went to Washington because he was doing a gig and his tour manager was sick. So he was like, "Can you you can come with me if you'd like? Uh, but you're gonna have to like help me carry my bags and stuff uh, when I'm on stage and all that kind of thing." Blah blah. I went with him. By the way, it turns out I think he looked at me. Was like he's not gonna be able to carry my bag, so he held him. So I just essentially got to go with him. And we stayed, we got put up in this house and uh, I was staying on the very top floor and I think it was haunted and I spent the whole night with all the lights on, just playing football manager and the next day I was really tired but I was glad that I didn't get eaten to death by a monster. There we go. Um, Northern Ireland has 157 wet days a year. That's less than Scotland but more than Dublin. Cheers for that. Shit fact. In Northern Ireland, it's technically illegal to go to the cinema on Sundays. This is due to a 1991 law in observation of the Sabbath. Oh, that's that's weird that the, the Sabbath would hold us back from doing anything on a Sunday. That's weird. Although, yeah, to be fair, in Belfast, you're not allowed to go anywhere until 1 o'clock. But listen, it's the Sabbath. It's what God would have wanted. God didn't want you to get a coffee in Nero until 1 minute past 1. Here's the final fact, now we're going to move on to the listeners' questions. As per the Marketing of Eggs Act, an officer of the ministry, duly authorised by the ministry in that behalf, either generally or in respect of a particular occasion, shall have the power to examine eggs in transit. Does that mean that a policeman can look at your eggs? If you're on your way home from Tesco's? 
God, I don't know. Some of those facts are interesting. Some of those are absolutely brutal, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Speaking of enjoying things, I enjoy doing charity reads in this podcast. We did loads of them at the start of lockdown, and we still ask you to send them in to Tea With Me Podcast at gmail.com. Lisa Hanvey has got in touch, contacting you from the MS Society of Northern Ireland, and I know because I'm very intelligent, that means multiple cirrhosis. We're running a new project called Mind My MS in Northern Ireland. Big fan of the podcast. Heard some charity shout-outs. We're looking to spread the word about this project. Could you give us a shout-out? Yes, I can. Yes, I have. Yes, I will. It's a lottery-funded project led by the MS Society in partnership with Aware NI and New Life Counseling. It offers counseling sessions, mindfulness programs, and social support via monthly community cafes to people affected by MS in Northern Ireland. Due to COVID, all three of the project services are delivered remotely via Zoom or over the telephone at present. So these guys have just said, yes, there's COVID, but we're still helping everybody out. We're also on the lookout for volunteer cafe hosts to provide a welcome and friendly environment at our monthly cafe meetups. It's an opportunity to everyone, whether you have a connection to MS or not. Our cafe hosts are required to commit to no more than three hours a month and full induction and training is provided. If interested, contact Lisa on mindmyms at mssociety.org.uk. We'll put that in the description. It says, I look forward to hearing back from you. And Lisa, I hope some sippers that own cafes, and there may or may not be some of those, get in touch because that sounds like a really worthwhile thing. If you've got a charity shout out, something we need to be aware of, tea with me podcast at gmail.com. Let's get those listeners' questions. Sippers, welcome back to the podcast. We have loads of listeners' questions this week. I don't know what the spike in questions is, but I, I enjoy it immensely. We will start with Twitter. Yeah, we'll start with Twitter. Okay, so we've got 12 questions, which is pretty damn good. Noah Bryant Ballard, try saying that five times with eggs in your mouth, says, How internationalised is the Todd Father? In how many countries have you enjoyed a cup of tea? And once the whole global pandemic thing is over, which country do you want to visit for your next one? Great question, Noah. I'd say I've, been, I'd say I've had tea in 14 countries. Now, that may or may not be wrong. I think either side of that by 10, of either 4 or 24, a lot of countries I would say, I will always seek out a tea when I'm in a country, say I'm on a stag do, and everyone's like, oh we're doing pints and all, I will nip off at some point in the morning to enjoy a cup of tea in peace, is that a wasp or a fly, it's a fly, uh, either way I would have fucking, I was going to say kick the fuck out of it, but there might be some animal rights people listening. I don't know if flies fall under your remit, but obviously what I mean by that is I would trap him, but successfully rehouse him. That's what I would do. I would rent an Airbnb and let him live there for a while, and then eventually be like, listen, mate, you gotta, you got to get yourself sorted out here. You know, be independent. Um, so yeah, I always seek out a cup of tea. I'd say like 14 countries, honestly. Remember my stag doing Magaluf, walking really far to a Starbucks to just have a cup of tea by myself? One morning, very hungover, and I enjoyed it. The stag do and the tea. But uh, what country do I want to visit for my next one? I think I'd like to go back to Amsterdam. Really, really enjoyed. I've been to Amsterdam twice uh, with with my wife, and we really like it as a city. It's brilliant, but I haven't really done much actual exploring outside of like the main tourist bits, you know? So I think I'd like to go to Amsterdam. I was talking to Connor Keyes about it stand-up friend of mine who said that there's really cool places like 10 15 20 minutes away on the train from amsterdam if you're already there so to be honest like most people i'd like to go anywhere i'd love to go to scandinavia i think the likes of belgium i've been in belgium for a split second whenever i was in switzerland to see northern ireland play in Baal. 
there's like a border thing where you can walk technically into Germany, technically into Belgium and somewhere else, France. And I hadn't been to Germany or Belgium before, so I set foot in both those places. Germany's another place. I'd love to go to Berlin or Frankfurt, somewhere like that. I definitely, I want to go and film stuff in these places. I want to do gigs. I want to, maybe like me and Aaron Butler or whoever, uh, me and Aaron had chatted about doing like a travel thing. Maybe we would just go and my idea was we would go for one day and fly back the same night and shoot some stuff out there. Uh, not in the terrorist kind of way. So loads of places, but Germany, Germany would be pretty cool. Thanks, Noah. Kane says, what radio station do you listen to? I mainly listen to talk sport because all I want to hear is football chat. So I listen to talk sport when I'm driving in the car, listen to music or podcasts. I listen to... I listen to Radio Ulster um, whenever I am like in the house and I have the actual radio on, but when I have the Alexa on, I listen to talk sport. I do, I'm not just saying that because I have a show on Radio Ulster, but it's good to know what's on the station too and sort of keep up to date with that. So for news, I listen to Radio Ulster. Um, I listen to Cool FM sometimes. Kistery. Kiss's old school R&B station is lit. So listen to that. Jim McGuire, what swear word or phrase are you most fond of using? I find myself reverting to old classics such as sweet suffering fuck. Never heard that. And in the name of good fuck, in the name of good fuck's brilliant. And of course, Ah Balix recently. So it would be interesting to hear your thoughts. Ah Balix is brilliant. You can't beat it. I like, uh, in the name, yeah, in the name of good fuck's brilliant. Uh, fuck me is pretty good. Fuck me. Um, Jesus Christ the night. Although it's not really a hard swear. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake's pretty good. Not hard one, just oh, for fuck's sake. Um, fuck it. Fuck it's pretty good too. Oh, fuck it. Um, shit on it. Shit on it. I got that from Friday Night Dinner from the dad and that because he loves it. Emma McCain, when is our summer due? I'm sick of all this rain and Storm Ellen. And Francis, seriously, who would have thought naming a storm was a good idea? Yeah, I think the guys in the med office probably got in on that because they they just wanted a little bit of a banter. I don't like that storms are called things as well because when there's a natural disaster, it undermines it a bit. When there are like 6,000 people have died due to storm Barry. You know, it makes it, just call it like due to a storm. So I'm not sure. I would like a storm Shane. I think that'd be pretty cool. And maybe it already has been. Let me Google it. Storm Shane. That could also be my wrestling name. Storm Shane. Ah, there is a wrestler called Storm Shane. No, it's called Shane Storm. Shane Storm, the Japanese move. Huh? Oh, maybe he's not like a proper wrestler. Maybe he's just like a guy. Ah, I think he's just a guy who would like to, who would like to be a wrestler. I don't know. Fair play to him anyway. Good luck, Shane Storm. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. I don't know why people call things Storm, but I, I don't like it. Mm, M. Herity says... How good you think a mediocre professional footballer would do at Sunday League? For example, Barry Bannon or Charlie Austin. P.S. Love this football podcast. Keep it up. It's not a football podcast. I refuse to answer that question. But all I'd say is both those guys would score five goals a game easily. They'd absolutely lord it. And the difference would be massive. Matthew Mernon says, Have you ever had something you love dearly whisked away without a moment's notice at Boytown Podcast? Matthew, I'm as upset about it as you are. Um... Me and Dave genuinely are really upset about it. And it did come out of nowhere. Because we didn't want to do like... 
I don't know, whole build up to it. We're just like, we only decided on the way to record the episode that you're going to hear this week to um, to really take a break because we talked about it for so long. We went back and forth, but it, I think it was the right call. Have I ever had anything taken away just like that? Um, yes, whenever I was in Donegadee once, enjoying a day by the sea, whenever I was a child, I was there with my family, not, by, not just there by myself, and a, uh, a bigger boy who must have been 15 or 16 uh, slapped an ice cream out of my hand. And also another time I was in Donegadee, I got racially abused. If you would like to know more about that, tweet me and say... Tell the story about getting racially abused on next week po- next week's podcast, and I will do it because it would need a lot more time to, to talk about it. Buenos Aires Tommy says, "Are you planning any more Edinburgh gigs in the near future?" Hashtag needing that money to fix. Probably not for a while because of travel, but yeah, I would love to. Don't get me wrong. If you had a gig in Edinburgh, it was safe for me to travel. It was all sorted, socially distanced. I would be there in a heartbeat. But I, I would be surprised if this year I did any gigs outside of Ireland. Or Northern Ireland, or Britain, or whatever it is you like. Um, so I don't know. Definitely next year, Tommy on the tour, one hundred percent. The tour's happening in February. We move the back. I think that'll be a good time for it. And uh, Edinburgh will be on the list, definitely. Joshua, can I have a conspiracy? He says producer Dan is not a real person. Instead, he is a figment of the Money Toads' imagination and refers to him only when he's referencing getting a slap in the studio. Yeah, I guess you guys have never seen producer Dan, and to be fair, neither have I. And now I've just realised he is not real. No, but he is. Britney Spears' daddy controls everything in my life. But I could see how you would think he's not real. Niall Dalton, what's a sporting event you'd love to go to other than football? Um. A Lions match? I'd love to go to a Lions rugby match in Australia. Is it Australia or South Africa or or, or New Zealand? Or do they rotate it between those three? Um, I'd love that. I think that would be brilliant. Just travelling there and getting a few, getting a few pints on with the lads. I think that would be fun. I'm not into rugby at all really, but I love watching the Lions games when they're on. I think it's brilliant. Because they pick like English, Scottish, Welsh and Irish rugby players. And there's something about that I like. And I always like their kits. So there you go. I'd love to go and see that. Belfast boy spelt Belfirsta boy. B-H-O-Y. So uh, you know. Calls it Ireland. Says. Does ketchup belong in the fridge? And Gary gets onto that and says good question. I will say this. I don't keep ketchup in the fridge. I keep it in the cupboard. But whenever it's in the fridge. And someone gives me it. Especially with it's with sausages. I go that is way better. So I would like to have it in the fridge, but I just don't. I think if you're having a fry sometimes, a wee bit of cool ketchup works a treat. So I think it's open to interpretation, a bit like where you say you're from. Jamie Blobby, why are you divorcing Dave Elliott? Listen, Dave didn't know what he had. No, um, as you'll see in the episode, I keep saying that because you do really have to listen to the Boytown episode. Um, Dave and I are as strong as ever. Uh, we really are and we one reason that we didn't want to take a break from Boytown in the past few months was we were like seeing it as a way that me and him like this is something we do together and then we were like listen we'll just speak four times a day as always on the phone like we do and we still are doing that and we still will do that so we were okay letting the podcast go because we knew our friendship would be stronger than ever and we're not getting the divorce, we're just spending some time with other people, aka our families. Patrick Quinn, Belfast guy in China. Do you have many Northern do you believe many Northern Ireland influencers have actually paid for followers? 
Thank you, by the way, for the 10 grand you transferred this week. I've spoken to all the new Chinese and Outer Mongolian fans of the show who will follow your instructions this week. Yeah, just buy a merch, basically. Tell them to go to Shopify, Shane Talk Comedy. Just Google that, Shopify, Shane Talk Comedy. Get yourself some Tea With Me merch, that's all I want. Especially if there's thousands of them, just that will really help me financially. Um, do I think Northern Ireland influencers actually buy followers? I know they do. I know they do because there's a bit of software, and there's a website you can look at and type a username in and see, it allows you a couple of free ones and you can see if people buy followers and uh, I put in some accounts and pretty much everyone I put in has bought followers um, because you can see the breakdown of where people's followers are and no one, I talked about it last week in this podcast my, my, from about myself. But no one here is big in, you know, the Democratic Republic of Congo or Bangladesh. And that's where a lot of their followers were. You can see basically how many followers people have bought and that kind of thing. I think it's stinking. It's mad. It's not, it's not like policed. Nobody cares about it. Like people who... I get these people can do a job if, if you book them for work. But the reason that a lot of the time that they are getting booked for work, I think, I don't just mean influencers, by the way, I mean different type of people that classify themselves in different ways. They're like, companies will be like, oh, you've got 50,000 followers. All you need to do is a small bit of research and go, yeah, do you really though? But why Why is it that when you put up a photo, 19 people like it? And it's not just influencers, people from different industries. And uh, I think it's rare, to say the least. And um, I just, I don't get it. I just don't, I don't understand it. Especially when you know that, there, especially as technology moves, there's going to be ways for people to see. Uh, I just don't understand. I get the want for likes and stuff. Jesus, when I put up a video, of course, I want people to like it. I want people to share it. But I want them to want to do it. And it needs to be like a natural thing, but a lot of people do, Patrick. You would be amazed. You would be amazed. And Spotlight should do a documentary on it. Or everyone just have an amnesty on it and get rid of all the followers that you bought. You don't need it to like advance what you're doing. Just do it naturally. And the following people do <laughs> Are you joking? Well, kind of. Chris Allen says, just wonder, does the money toad ever use his big sticky tongue to take the tea bag out of the cup rather than just using a spoon or fingers? Very mature, Chris. Very, very mature. Um, no, because sometimes you don't know the temperature. I might have not put enough milk in and I don't want to get a wee burnt tongue. So, no. I, I'll i use my finger if the tea bag's like bobbing on top and I can just pinch it. But I'm not going in. You know what I mean? I'm not going to burn my hands. I'm not going in for it. Michael Kerr says, should I boycott Tea With Me and Sly Guy until Northern Ireland's best podcast, Boytown, is rightfully returned to the people? If you want, but you're going to just not have podcasts in your life then, because Boytown is not coming back for a good while. So no, you shouldn't boycott them. And it's ironic, Michael, that your surname's Kerr, because you don't care about my feelings. One Flying Irishman says, if your ma wasn't your ma and your dad wasn't your dad, who would your ma and dad be? Ellen and Louis Theroux discuss. Too much to discuss there. I couldn't be bothered. Thank you for the question. I would like it if Louis Theroux was my dad. But not if Ellen was my mum. Because she seems to be extremely sly to her staff. And would probably be sly to me if I was her little boy son. 
Johnny Bow says, what's your approach going to be for disciplining the baby when he's older? Um, just like very sassy things like, you will, I'll, I'll take away your fur coat privileges, boy. You know, so I'm not too sure. I don't, I think I'll try and be authoritarian and then he'll be like, here man, I see your sketches. Like, you're running about doing this Keith Cruz thing and you're 57. So I think I'll try and discipline him but it won't be successful. Adam McHugh, when is Boytown back? Next week. Me and Dave were saying that. Imagine there was a big public outcry and we were just like, yeah, we're back next week as normal. Um, I could see Boytown being back next year for an episode. I think we're talking about doing annual episodes. But, um, but I don't know. We'll just have to see. Circumstances might change. Dane Carroll, you back at the gym, Buff Daddy? If so, what's your split? Hey, man, what do you mean back at? I never stopped. I'm working with Matthew McMahon, my man Inside Strength. I'm doing his podcast tomorrow, um, which I'll send out the link to. I'm working with Matthew, he's PTing me online. And let's just say, he has described me as having a great base. And since he said I have a great base... I have felt a lot stronger and like a, a real hard man because I just tell people, hey, I have a great base. You know, I go into shops and say, you forgot your mask? I go, hey, don't worry about it because I have a great base. And then I get arrested. Um, what's my split? I don't even know what that is. Oh, like upper body, lower body? All I do is triceps. 100% triceps. Matthew doesn't set that routine, but I just keep messaging him and go, man, I think I'm just going to concentrate on the triceps. Owen Rooney, why is Boytown finished with? Listen to the episode to find out. Daniel Higgins, Dave was in Nordy Shore. What happened? Where's the videos? Where's Beansy? Yeah, Dave was in... Um, Dave was in Nordy Shore, which is a parody of Jordy Shore. Check out, not last time, but time before, Aaron Butler was on this podcast because we talk a lot about it. Um, the episodes got deleted because... Some of the people in them wanted them taken down because they were doing other things, other jobs, and some of the content they thought would was like offensive. Not offensive, but they just wanted to distance themselves from it, which is a shame because, I mean, it was huge at the time, and I think a lot of people would... I said to the guys, Friday, they were called FNT, Friday Night Therapy, that was the sketch group Dave was in, that's how I met him, and um, I said to the guys, see if you stuck the episode out now, it would go nuts again because people would be like, do you remember this? Do you like, it was really big at the time. They were getting paid to go to nightclubs and do personal appearances and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think they should put it out again. But maybe edit some stuff out if that's what they want to do. But, yeah, the videos are gone, unfortunately. Well, they're private on YouTube, but, you know, we can hack in and make them public. Johnny Dempster. All right, mate, you remind me of a young Nicky Butt after watching your friendly match last week. Are you happy with that comparison? It depends. If you watch the match I played just last Saturday in Uri, I was more Nicky arse. I don't know if that makes sense. I was absolutely beyond brutal last Saturday playing in Uri. A lot of the reason is because there was wasps, a lot of wasps at the side of the pitch that I was playing on. So I was really on edge, so I couldn't concentrate. Um, I was just brutal. I just had two left feet and it wasn't enjoyable. Uh, and it was raining. I don't like to play in the rain. But... Uh, so if you if you saw that and you're comparing me to former Man United and England international Nicky Butt, I'll take that. But if you saw me the week before that, which you might have in Lisburn, and you're comparing me to young Nicky Butt, absolutely not true. I was like a young um, Lewis Figo, set piece deliveries, getting down the line, up and down, fitness, couple of tackles, hitting corners, setting people up. 
I was not Nicky Butt, I was Luis Figo. So I'll take the comparison. But if it was the week before, I want more than that. And if it was the week that just passed, I apologise that you watched my performance because it was terrible. Uh, that's not a question. Jay Hanna says, I think it's Jay. Would you ever be interested in coming to watch a six-a-side match in Jordanstown on Monday night with a few fans, mate? You can feel free to play as well. I'd be more interested in playing if I ever did that, mate. It'd be so bizarre if I went to Jordanstown to watch people play six-a-side because I wouldn't even go to Jordanstown to watch an Irish League match. So, no to go and spectate, but to play sometime? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe I would do that. Although, um, it's a wee bit far from me, mate, so... I don't know, but I definitely, like, I think this will be my last season playing football, playing, like, team football, and then I think I'm going to be become a five-a-side legend. So we'll see. Thank you very much to everybody who asked questions. I'm finally going to plug the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcast. You get the bonus episode, my stand-up special, loads more stuff. Check it out. Uh, you really support the podcast by doing that. Manscaped.com. Just have a look. Girls, get, get it for your fellas. Guys, Get it for your dignity. Tea with me podcast. Uh, sorry, tea with me is the discount code for twenty percent off and free shipping. I use it. Producer Dan uses it. He is real, and his pubic hair is real. Although it was until he got this. So check that out. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with the podcast for any reason, tea with me podcast at gmail com if you have a charity if you have a cause you want me to do a little bit of a read about it I'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, we, we used to do that because we didn't have sponsors. Now we have a sponsor in Manscaped, but we're still going to do it because we're just great guys. We're just great, wonderful guys. Great guests coming up in the next couple of weeks on this podcast. Thank you, Sippers. Check out the merchandise, Shopify, Shane Todd Comedy. I'll send the link out. Um, check it out. We've got the Sipper t-shirts. I actually got mine today, so I'll wear them on next week's podcast. Keep sipping. All the best. Money towed out of here. Rivet, ribbit. Sip, sip. Skip. I don't know. Sorry, I should have come up with something better for the end of there. I'll see you next week.